the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. This goes out to What is going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening out there in the spirit world. I miss you all. And of course, a huge howdy to the High Holy Three and Triple J. I love ya. We're going to start right now because tomorrow's the day. We're going to start right now. Come on. Yep, yep. just got well they got to and they want to be free the young rascals there of course what are that 66 67 something like that anyway 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 i'm so looking forward to these three days why because we will be joined coming up a little bit later on with this young man ed martin he handles a conservative side for smash daily hill on wbgz prior to that super soul sister Smart Sister T, she handles the I don't give a rat's rear end side for everybody. And handling liberal side is this young man right on over here. Glad to just have been able to bring him on here during this election. That is Mark Case, and we call him the professor. How are you faring today, young man? Well, I am doing absolutely fabulously <laughs> awaiting tomorrow's great news. Well, now, the great news may be, wait a minute, there's not such great news. This is going to be half, we're going to have about maybe three, four, five, ten, twenty tally days as far as counting the numbers are concerned on it. How uh, happy is anybody going to be to that, Mark? Well, I have to tell you that if you watch Florida tomorrow, yeah, because Florida is going to be the first place that's going to report really comprehensive numbers. Okay. 
because because they're adding everything up right now that's come in, and then they'll do everything real time, and within a couple of hours, Florida ought to have a a final tally. Mm-hmm. And and the the uh, look, this isn't just me. Yeah, the guess out here right now is that Biden will win Florida by nah three to four percent. Mm-hmm. If if he wins Florida by three or four yeah. percent, the the entire country will be a landslide, yeah. somewhere in the vicinity of ten to twenty percent. Sheesh, that would be something. Well, let me uh, throw some things at you. Do you mind, Professor? Go ahead. Let me ask you, by the way, real real quick, because you're professor. Uh, am I allowed to say where you're a professor at or or not? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I taught. Uh, constitutional law at Fonfon for 11 yeah. years. Right this on. semester, I'm not doing it, but yes. Bru- so, oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are not doing nothing this semester. Hey, no, uh, I'm doing so, other research, but go ahead. Okay. It's a, so how do your students from a year or two or three or four, because I imagine you've talked to some of them at various points in time, how do they take to this? Because in a student body, when you got to be a professor, you got to be a professor Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, radical, whatever the case may be. How do they play off of all this stuff, man? Okay, great question. First of all, I have always told all my students exactly what I think politically. Uh And and I'm very far to the left. I mean, that's why, you know, that lean to the left stuff. Yeah. You know, that's where I am. But I also tell them that you cannot get a decent grade in my class by mimicking what I say, mm. you you have to go out Very and good. come up with what you believe, yeah. and then you better defend it. I tell you what, man, I think I've said it before, but when I come back in the next life, I want you to be my dad, man. That's a good <laughs> attitude to have. <laughs> the professor. No, I, hey. I, 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 I do good classes. Yes, and I know. and And the other thing is, and this is any, any you know, basic law class yeah. would do this. When, when, when somebody says one thing, you pull them the other direction. Mm-hmm. And when they say, okay, that makes sense, then you pull them back the other way. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what you do is make it very difficult for them to come up with a real conclusion because you want to force them mm-hmm. to really think everything through very thoroughly. Right on. Hey, that's why you're the professor. That's why you've taken so many to places of a higher echelon than they could have been had you not been their tutorial. Let me throw a couple of two, three things at you here, Professor. I'm going to start with this. They all go a minute or less. I'll come back to you when it's over. Here's the first one right here. See what you think about uh, this whole deal. This is kind of stupid. The FBI now looking into this incident in which a group of Trump supporters in cars and trucks surrounded and followed a Biden campaign bus. That happened on Friday. That's on I-35. That bus was leaving North Texas, heading south to the Austin area. Biden campaign staffers actually called 911 and canceled three events after this incident. One minor accident also reported with all of this. The Texas Tribune reports that the FBI is now getting involved. You know, one of the things about the Biden campaign, it's a smart campaign in that they use something like that to their advantage as opposed to making Trump's folks look bad, which they look bad anyhow doing that kind of stuff. They use it to their advantage by pulling out and thus they get more publicity by pulling out and away from a couple of uh, speeches, shall we say, 
and uh, thus they get a bigger pub, and somebody wasn't figuring that too good on the Trump side, in my opinion. Well, that's right, and your report said the right thing, which is that the FBI is already digging into this thoroughly. I mean, they're not playing. They're going after everybody that was involved on on the highway in, in, in that situation. But here's the other thing. Donald Trump immediately at his rally started yelling, we love you, Texas. Keep it up. Yeah. Now, that's that's pathetic. Well, and that- it's also beyond anything any president would ever get involved with. Yeah, but one man's pathos is another man's publicity. He's bumping off of that, you know. But you can't look. Not this. Okay. Not 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 yeah. somebody. Not a bunch of cars uh, uh, attacking yeah. a a Biden uh, campaign bus. Righto. I mean that that is so far beyond anything. That is exactly why those numbers tomorrow. I, I can tell you right now, they're going to be phenomenal on Biden's side. Because Donald J. Trump is doing everything to destroy himself. Well, here's the thing, though. He's looking for what he says is the right count. And what he wants is he's demanding an Election Day winner. He's demanding that uh, he has access with his lawyers after that count to get into that count and do whatever he needs to ensure that that was the right count, man. think that anybody's going to be uh, buying into that or not? Well, first of all, they got hundreds of lawsuits flying right now. Yeah before anything has even been counted, before yeah. anything has even been done. Why are they filing all these lawsuits to try to stop votes? And, and you may know that this afternoon in Houston, the, the, the uh, federal judge said absolutely they're going to allow those 100,000 votes in Texas to be counted. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the Texas Supreme Court said it was okay. Now the, the lower federal court has said it's, it's okay. And I'll guarantee if it goes to the Supreme Court, which probably they don't have time now, they're going to say it's okay because we need to count the votes. Let me throw this guy, Lindsey Graham, at you here because this is a a heavyweight uh, thing coming out of South Carolina. I'll be back. uh, Uno momento, por favor. Lindsey Graham, a political parasite. Disgusted. With a record of lies and personal betrayals. And I'm tired of it. He was barely holding on before becoming Donald Trump's sycophant. Keep it up, Donald. I'm sure you're watching. Thank you, Lindsey. Now he's despised and desperate. They hate my guts. Lindsey's always been weak, but these days he's just an embarrassment. Pathetic. He beat me like a drum. Now more than ever, we need a strong leader like Jamie Harrison, a man who will fight for South Carolina and would never beg. Help me, help me, help me. Five or ten bucks goes a long way. Somebody who's more than a sniveling, weak crybaby, bereft of dignity. You need to do some self-evaluation. Begging to keep his job and political privileges. I don't give a So why are so many South Carolinians walking away from Lindsey Graham? Just look at him. Wouldn't you? <laughs> that just cracks me up, and I tell you why, Mark. Because that is such a um, a molding, a a manipulation of the Lindsey Graham situation by the husband of Kellyanne Conway. And the question I wanted to 
run on off you is not only the Lindsey Graham thing because this is a heavyweight battle that's going on in South Carolina. If Graham's out, that's that's a heavy hit on the Republican side. But how in the world does a president, in this case President Trump, have Kellyanne Conway over here working for him into the White House deep, and her husband is with the Lincoln, whatever the name of this operation that puts out commercials uh, like this. And, and yet he allows something like this. I wouldn't have allowed Kellyanne Conway to be my girl if her husband was doing all this to try to throw me down. What kind of mind is working right there? Yeah, I, I, I can't figure out that situation between the two of them. Yeah. But I know this. I know that, number one, the Lincoln Project has done the best set of ads that anybody can remember I mean, going all the way back to the famous Daisy ad in 1965 for Lyndon Johnson, which, you know, they only ran it once, and it had that big atomic blast mm-hmm. at the end. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, but that was – these are that famous. These are yeah. that good. Yeah. They are fabulously excellent. And and you, I don't know if you saw the article by George Conway in the, the Washington Post this this last weekend. I may have but it was read a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you get a chance, read it. Uh, it is great. It is funny. Yeah. It is very funny and very true. But on the Lindsey Graham thing, Lindsey Graham said that Donald Trump was a racist, xenophobic con man. And now he loves him. <laughs> so, obviously, there's something yes. wrong with Lindsey Graham. Well, there's obviously something wrong with the political game, man. It's just a stroke to stroke type of thing, man. And and uh, in the end, the it's not about the winners; it's about the losers. The losers are the American public. Maybe not after this election. <laughs> we will see. Let me ask you, uh, and I'm going to go on the Biden side uh, on this fracking deal. Here you go. And and what about fracking? I to respond. never said I oppose fracking. He'll be against it very soon because his party is totally against fracking it. on federal. Natural gas extraction by way of hydraulic fracturing or fracking may not have been the top issue on the minds of most voters coming into this election season. But in the final weeks of the campaign, they've witnessed a fracas over fracking. You yourself said on multiple occasions when you were running for president that you would ban fracking. Joe Biden will not ban fracking. That is a fact. So why so much talk of fracking? Because Pennsylvania is the biggest swing state after Florida, and fracking could be the key to the Keystone State. To all the people of Pennsylvania here this morning, if Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. I am not, not, not banning fracking, period. See, what happens there, I'm not banning fracking, but two years into his uh, presidency, let's say, it's like, well, you know, things have changed and we've got to adapt and fracking's got to go by the wayside. What do you say to that, Mark? Because that kind of stuff uh, happens. Well, when he said that he was going to do something about oil, that is, you know, diminish oil in this country, it reminded me immediately of what happened when, when Hillary said we're going to get rid of coal. Now, the truth is, we are going to get rid of coal. In fact, we're getting rid of coal. And the truth is, we are getting rid of oil. We are going to replace it with renewable energy. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and Biden then told the truth when he said it will be a transition. 
And I have to tell you, the transition will take a lot longer than the presidency of of Joe Biden, which is probably only going to be four years. Right. You know, so it's true that we're going to get rid of oil. It's just like when we got rid of the, the horse and buggy. Yeah. And and good and analogy. Good honestly, analogy. yeah. It, it, this is just this is reality. Mm-hmm. You, this is, is not Joe Biden, right? I know, I know. But you, you know, you, you're right there. But you know, politics is supposedly based on the truth, and in reality, it's not. And uh, when Biden says, "I'm not going to do fracking," but two years down the line, he's got to do fracking, it makes him uh, labeled a, a, a liar. And so, yeah. but people got to understand that that stuff has to change. And that uh, horse and buggy thing was a uh, magnificent uh, analogy to it all. One last question here. Sure. That is, of course, you're going to be back tomorrow. That's Mark Kaysen, a professor right there. He handles the liberal side of things here for Smash Daily. What is going to determine the election? Or has that determination already been made by something that has happened or some things that have happened. What? Yeah. I think the election is over because Donald Trump has acted against his own best interests, against the interests of the country. He has done everything wrong. He has broken the law. And, and I'll tell you the truth. If I were Donald J. Trump, what I would do right now is I'd get myself down to uh, the corner of Central and Forsyth, and go buy myself a brand new suit at the St. Louis Suit Company in Clayton. I know that it, was because funny. he's because he's going to need it right. when he goes to court. Right on. He's going to court. You think after this whole deal, huh? Oh, he's going to spend the rest of his life in court, and who knows yeah. wh- how long it'll take for them to put him in jail for what this man has done. So. Yeah. All to be seen, I guess, and uh, we'll see more tomorrow. I certainly am hoping that it, uh, in some way or another, is obvious enough to make it all over tomorrow. But what if we do have to wait? You, we have about 30 seconds. I say, what if we do have to wait, man? How are we supposed to wait? What are we supposed to do while we're waiting? Well, the problem is, is that Donald says that he's going to declare victory tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and he doesn't care what anybody says. That's it. He wins. And, and honestly, that's not the system in the United States. We're going to have to fight it out in court. And I believe absolutely the courts will follow the law. There you are. That's Mark Kaysen right there, the professor. He'll be back on tomorrow as we handle some Election Day stuff here at Smash Daily. I appreciate you being on here. I'll talk with you tomorrow. And uh, in the words of Joe Biden. We need to come together. We need to fight for all these folks. And I believe... When you use your power, the power to vote will change the course of this country and the course of history. In the final days, keep that sense of empowerment. Keep that sense of empowerment with you, that sense of optimism, what we can overcome.
hey, just real, real quick, this is a magnificent day. It's going to be a few more magnificent days before the magnificence of winter does put itself upon us. With that in mind, it's a really good time to get your house checked out to see whether you got a problem with asbestos wrapped around those pipes behind the walls, whatever the case may be, mold and mildew behind the walls, sometimes right on the walls. There's an operation out of Wood River that takes care of all that stuff for you. No problem. Environmental Resources. Their phone number is 618-471-9119. Environmental Resources. Now, they come in. Abram Henson, when you call, the number I just gave you, Abram comes on over, takes a look at the place, says, you know, it's going to cost this, 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 whatever it is, to go ahead and get that asbestos eliminated. Go ahead and get that mold and mildew out of here, especially if you've got a project. You know, like you're redoing your bathroom, redoing your kitchen, something like that. Man, you got to get that stuff out of there, and you don't want to put it in the back of your truck, <laughs> back of your SUV, or the long trunk that you have in your, like, Ford Fusion. And you're putting it in there and the kids are in there. You're taking them to school. You don't want none of that. Let these boys of their environmental resources get all that stuff out of there. Take it to the landfill where it's just far, far away from here. Ain't nobody bothered by it. And you are living cleaner. You are living better. And it's a free estimate. No obligation. 618-471-9119 for environmental resources. One of the greatest movies of all time. I love all the James Bond movies. That's the only British type of movie I'll go see, although I did go see Downtown Abbey. And I thought, Downtown, Downtown, whatever it is. What is it? What is it? Don? I did go see that. And as great as that movie was, that's the reason I don't go, I don't go to British movies. Can't understand what they're saying. But I understand James Bond. Bond. James Bond. I had more of a, you know, Eastern European dialect to it myself, but I can understand James Bond. And then, dang, man, well, this is the era. This is the era when folks are dying. Sean Connery dies over the weekend. Sean Connery, man, he was James Bond. They had some others. Roger Moore, he was a good James Bond. Lazenby, he was an all right James Bond. This guy, Daniel Craig, he's a good James Bond. be interesting to see who the next James Bond is. Because they're talking about Idris Elba. At least that's the last thing they were talking about was him being the next James Bond. It's a black dude. 
as James Bond. See, what people don't understand is that Sean Connery played a character for the British Secret Service or whatever it was. That character was named James Bond. And his character, in truth, could have been Billy Singleton. But it was James Bond Bond. James Bond. That's a little better one. And that's what that was. So it's not like you're replacing James Bond because the name stays. You know, I think about, you know, spying and stuff like that. I did that for a long time. Whew. You want to talk about a dangerous business. But, hey, if you live long enough, you profit magnificently, I will say. Not spying no more. Just glad to be here. Happy-go-lucky. Whistling a happy tune. Theme from Lassie, 1957. Don't nobody remember that. Sir Smashing, how do you do? Now, rest in peace, Sean Connery, the best of the James Bonds, provided some fantastic, and he was one of the stars of uh, Goldfinger right there. Fantastic James Bond. He was a great actor. Didn't get himself, uh, yeah, for the, what if for the Untouchables, he got himself a uh, Academy Award. I believe that's right. But James Bond, that's, that's about the only British movie stuff I, I'll even go watch anymore. Because I can understand them. But for some reason, man, I don't know what it is with British movies. I can't. I, I can't. That's just me. I can't. Maybe you can't. I'll know. But I will say this. Thank you, Sean Connery, for all the excitement provided. And you know, the thing about it was, Sean Connery was a big dude. I'm a big dude. So it kind of made me feel good about myself. He was suave. He was debonair, sophisticated. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But still, I get to feel better about myself because somebody else is doing what I should be doing. Thank you, Sean Connery. I guess in the end, he had dementia and all that. That'll get you. That'll get you. That's a, that's a tough one to watch. I watch that. That's a tough one to watch. The, it's just the decrease in a person as far as their cognitive and communicative skills and capabilities are concerned. But Sean Connery, man, that was Bond. All he ever had to say was Bond, James Bond. I just think to myself, why couldn't I be the next James Bond? Why couldn't I be the... The big and tall James Bond. Get all my clothes, you know, at, uh, you know, DXL. Big and tall shop. And I'm James Bond who really can fit into the populace because James Bond was always so handsome, he did not fit into the populace because everybody looked at him figuring, oh, this guy's got something going. Look how good looking he is. But me? Sir Smash it? Smash. Smash Bond. That sounds good to me. I'd be down in the Bahamas. It's like James Bond was, time of two or three. Got all the bikini girls around. I'm not afraid to put on my Speedo in that scene. Got to do what he got to do. It's like they act, you know, ask about these uh, love scenes. Be embarrassed about doing the love scene? Well, no, it's part of the play. It's part of the movie. Would I be embarrassed about doing a Speedo shot? Well, no, it's part of the movie. 
Now, you may scream and run from the theater, but it's not a horror show that I'm trying to portray. I am playing a part. Thank you. I'm Schmarsh. Schmarschbond. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. We loved you. We still love you. like that be my james bond theme right there hey uh just real quick smash here to let you know if you can get to at some point in time relatively soon to jersey county fence and deck their website jcfdonline.com jcfdonline.com get yourself in there to see the kind of work they do you might need a deck now later whatever these are the guys man you knew a new fence around the yard. These are the guys. All right. Jersey County fence and deck. When you get to the website, you have opportunity to check it all out. All the work they do right there in the pictures in the videos, drone shots from above everything. They show you the kind of work they do, but you also have opportunity to win for yourself. You Got to register to win a, I mean, it's a big one. It's a beautiful one, a fire pit. And on these autumn nights that are nippy like they is, on these winter nights, if you can stand out, you know, out in that cold, that's, that's your business. Some people love that kind of stuff, not me. But then, you know, on a nice, crisp spring night, a nice, warm August night, some of that nippy autumn nights, oh, my goodness, fire pit, and you could win one, jcfdonline.com. Register when you tell them in your registering that you heard about it here on WBGZ. They give you two registrations. So you have double the chance to win, right? JCFDonline.com. Get yourself a fire pit. Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives standing six foot one, weighing. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash. The smash. Big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Just real, real quick. Who's hungry? I'm hungry. 
Always hungry, really, when I'm thinking about Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. Check them out at Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. They got every kind of Cajun food, every kind of Creole food, every kind of big, easy New Orleans type of food you may want. Probably see a big old bowl of gumbo right now. Mm, mm. In fact, that's what they used to call me in college, gumbo, because I could apply myself to everything. What's my name? Say my name, say my name. My name? Hungry. They got the location in Creve Corps. They got the location over there in Edwardsville. And either way, you're dining with the rep with the recipes that Harry Parker has put together off the recipes from the way he grew up with his mom and pop, Mr. and Mrs. Parker. Now, Harry, this guy has been in Creve Corps for 16 years, six years over here in Edwardsville. And the reason he's been able to be there, especially in these times that are very, very tough, is that he provides a service, great service, as far as you being taken care of by your waiter, waitress is concerned. Great service as far as your bartender taking care of you. And then the ultimate service, the service of the cooks, the folks in the kitchen making that food taste good. That's just me getting excited. I love that stuff. I don't get too too far into it because I got menus like Humongo. Give me some good catfish. Give me some good grouper. I love grouper. You know, you fry it up. Harry knows how to fry it up. Got all the right seasonings and everything. In fact, you can buy the seasonings. Parker Family Seasonings. Man, I tell you what, you have the opportunity. Of course, it's open over there in uh, indoor dining. Over there in um, in Creve Court. What they're doing in Edwardsville? Just got to check. <laughs> I just got to check. So I'm just telling you, if you're hungry, anytime, you want delicious food. Maybe you never tasted that Creole food. Maybe you ain't never tasted none of that food from New Orleans down the Big Big Easy. Come on. It's right there in Creve Corps and one in Edwardsville. Gulf Shores Bar and Grill. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. Call it what you want. I call it where I go to get through everything before I get to my key lime pie. Check it all out on the internet. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Super Soul Sister! That's it, man. That's the song right there. And uh, Super Soul Sister is Smart Sister T. How you doing, T? I'm fine. What's going on? My love for you. That's what's going on. It's election time, oh. man. We've gone through this whole Ooh. thing, and tomorrow is it, baby. Is the day. That'll be fantastic, <laughs> man. You know, it's, it's kind of like that old saying, our long national nightmare is over. You know, or maybe it's just beginning tomorrow. Who knows? There you go. Who knows? Who knows what that might be? But uh, at least tomorrow is the day and I just want to get your take on this uh, thing. Let me let me just just get one basic question cuz I'm going to do that I already got that from the professor Mark Kaysen a little bit earlier. Now, your turn uh-huh. cuz Mark handles all the liberal side for Smash Daily. You handle the I don't give a rat's rear end side for for Smash right. Daily and then 
Ed Martin will be on just a little bit here. He handles the conservative side. But to you, what is going to determine the election or has that determination already been made? Super Soul Sister, come on. Oh, I think it's probably already been made like it always is. See, people forget about the electoral college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you point. get through talking after all the counting, after all the late mail ballots, after all the lawsuits, whatever, yeah. the uh, Electoral College is in place, and they don't uh, vote till next month. Mm-hmm. So people need to, you know, get out their feelings on either side and wait, because that's why it was put in place way back in the day yeah. with the powers that be that had the money. Yeah. They wanted to put something in place to make sure uh, the people didn't get bamboozled by somebody and, uh-huh. you know, vote somebody in that the powers that be didn't want. Right. Oh, and at the same you time, know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying, but at the same time, others would say to you, no, wait a minute. Shouldn't it be a vote by the people, by the populace as to who their representative is going to be and not some uh, old guys at some place they call the Electoral College, and who knows who these people are, and all of a sudden one day they make an announcement as to who the president is, you know? Right. Well, yeah. that's what happened the last time. I'm hip. Uh, your boy got in there 45. <laughs> Wait a minute. The, uh, He's not my boy. Vote. He's not my boy, baby. Okay. Well, that's how he got in, so uh, don't get mad. Okay, you know, okay. if it goes the other way or if it goes back his way or yep. whatever, that's just how politics work. Yep. And, and people just don't realize, you know, they got to know who the powers that be are. Like mm-hmm. us, like we've talked about, who knows who the electors are? Yep. Do we that's have right. a list of these people? We don't. Do we know who they are? We do not. No. Exactly. So, wow. All right, well, there let, me, you go. let me ask you this uh, here the day before, a couple of days before the election, uh, a bunch of Trump supporters pulled over a uh, Biden bus, Biden vehicle. And I'm just wondering, you know, you being a black woman, has that uh, ever happened to you? <laughs> Honey, I didn't roll the bus through some places know. you don't want to know. I didn't know they had pulled it all the way over. Well, basically, it couldn't have been no more than one or two black people on there because uh, they had pulled it over, broke the windows out, dragged people off the bus. You know, the fact that none of that happened, I would assume there weren't that many black people there. So Yes, you should never assume, but that was a good assumption. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let me go over this guy. Clyburn, Clayburn, what is this guy's name? Clyburn, what's oh, what is his story? Clyburn. Yeah. Oh, Jim Clyburn. Basically, he's the reason why Biden has got the nomination. You remember yeah, what that's was it. going on? Carol- and yeah. then he, uh, we know Joe, Joe knows us. Yeah, Are right. you kidding me? Yeah. And basically, that's when his uh, he got the nomination because he got all the old black people in church the vote for Joe Biden, yeah. and that's what kind of synced it. Because after that, remember, we talked before, uh, Obama got on the phone and yeah. said, okay, he won this, he stopped the momentum of of uh, Bernie Sanders, and then he started getting on the phone and telling Buttigieg and yeah. uh, uh, the other people, you yeah. know, y'all get out, right. everybody get out, yeah. and let, go on, let Joe have this. Yeah. But my whole thing is, and it is mighty funny, he didn't start campaigning for him until two weeks ago. So Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, you know, the you thing, ain't got that much confidence. Well, the thing to me is, in my opinion, I wasn't there, but uh, the thing to me, just making an assessment, uh, assuming so, sort of like you, is that Biden stepped to the side so Hillary could come to the fore because that was going to be the next president, the first woman president, all this stuff. And then that, right. that chumped out. So it's kind of like, hey, listen, Biden stepped aside for Hillary. Y'all got to step aside now for Biden to give Joe his right. slot because the Hillary thing didn't work out, but he was willing to step aside. So you got to step aside. And that's why he's the candidate, right. personal opinion, of course. Just an assumption, though. Mm-hmm. I agree. All I right. mean, I agree. Because if the Democrats had really wanted to win, Bernie was the one that had the momentum. Mm-hmm. So, you know, come on. They did everything possible yeah. to shut him down. So uh, then here come Clyburn talking about, was well, within 24 20, no, he said within the first hundred hours, not the first hundred yeah, days. Right. We need a commission. Yeah, we need a what? How many times we gonna study racism or what's going on? Everybody know what it is. Everybody knows what it does. So what we need a doggone commission for? Yeah, and they say he's even said Biden hasn't even talked to him since the primary. So what do that say? Wow, really. They oh, used wow. him like a two dollars yeah. no foot and yeah. kicked him to the curb. Yep. And it ain't and, and, and then now he's trying to talk tough. You better go sit down. Ain't nobody worried about this. Let me ask you about this guy, uh Kushner. Uh he is the son in law oh. of President Trump. Um, we're just gonna play a clip, goes about thirty seconds. I'll come back to you at the end. Here it goes. I think we've seen in a lot of the, 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 the black community, which is mostly Democrat, is that uh President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about, but he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. And what you're seeing throughout the country now is a groundswell of support in the black community because they're realizing that all the different bad things that the media and the Democrats have said about President Trump uh, are not true. Well, now, in this, uh, do you think he's paralleling really what the black community is thinking at the same time? Didn't he call the black community a bunch of complainers there? Oh, Lord, yeah. First of all, Jared, you need to go sit down because you didn't have a silver spoon in your mouth since you were in a uterus. So I don't even (laughs) want to hear nothing about what somebody, how is it complaining when we have been dogged out every which way? From Sunday, you know what I mean. We couldn't vote. We couldn't go to school. We couldn't this. We couldn't that. Uh, Jim Crow. Uh, every law you can think of on the books till today, and we three fifths of a person in the Constitution. So don't give me nothing about complainers. Yeah. Well. Okay. When you had everything handed to you. Yeah, but uh, at least you got one thing in common with him that both of you at one point in time. Both lived, although differently, both lived in a uterus. Uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> and I don't know. Sometimes I think he, he came here. Somebody might have dropped him off. Uh, I got one more thing. I, I got one more thing for you. All right. Let's say, sure. you, let's say you were put into a position of you're the pilot of an airplane. And this mm-hmm. happens on your airplane. So you got about a bunch of uh, sisters uh, fighting on the plane there, and you know the reason they were fighting? Why? 
because one of the sisters would not put her face mask on while she was sitting there in, in the plane, and the other one jumped on her for it. Cops had to come in after they landed in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and uh, tase the one woman. And I'm just thinking, if if you, Smart Sister T, was a pilot out of that plane, how would you have handled that situation where people being aggressive out there in the aisles of, in the middle of the airplane? Now, you already know how to say, hello, everyone, this is your pilot. If you do not sit your behind down, you're going to feel some turbulence that you ain't never felt before. So let me hear one more thing. One more thing. Thank you for flying. <laughs> <laughs> That's Super Soul Sister. I'll talk to you again tomorrow, kid. Thanks a lot. All <laughs> okay, right. Bye. See you later. Bye, bye, bye.